Beyond Beauty, the Professional Beauty Association's podcast, where we take a deeper look inside the minds and hearts of the amazing artists in our professional beauty industry. I'm Leslie Perry, your host, and today I am so thrilled, so excited to have with me my dear friend, Michael DeVellis. Michael is the founder of The Powder Group, has a long history in beauty from the professional makeup side, and um, has become such a dear friend, both personally, but also a friend of PBA and The Powder Group working together for the past about three and a half years. So I'm so mm -hmm. excited that you made time to join us today and give us a little insight into, into your background and inspiration for the future. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I adore I adore Leslie Perry and I adore PBA. So I'm super excited and uh, and grateful to have to be chatting with you guys today. Yeah. So for those who maybe don't know all about Michael, give us like the the background of how you started. And I know I know your story about being involved in Map Cosmetics and how that kind of mm -hmm. led to the Powder Group. But if you could just give us like the the quick version of of Michael. Wow, thirty years in a quick version. That's going to be tough, but um, you know, I I always joke when I say you know thirty years, and then I realize that you know a great majority of the folks that are sitting in front of me in a room or who are listening to a, a virtual program aren't even thirty. Aren't even thirty. <laughs> and, and so I started before y'all were born. If you're not thirty yet, um, I did start as Leslie mentioned for, at Mac Cosmetics. Uh, I was actually living in the Hartford area in Connecticut and was not in the beauty industry. I had lots of friends in hair and makeup, but I was not personally. I did event production. I was in retail, uh, visual display, things like that. And and it just kind of fell into my lap. A good friend did not take a job managing the brand new Mac at West Farm Small Store. So I said, hmm, this could be interesting. Fast forward, got that job managing a Mac store. Um, I knew I wanted to be in New York. Uh, I grew up in Connecticut, in New York constantly. Uh, and I knew that was where I would want to be and that uh, that's where I wanted to land to really build my career. So Mac was a great opportunity in Connecticut to move into New York. Uh, I moved into New York to open the Saks Fifth Avenue account for the company. Uh, and then a few months later was asked to become operations manager for the region. So I took on that role still where's the pro beauty coming from right you're saying well about a year after that not even uh frank toskin who is one of the founders of mac uh sat me down and said we have a problem and when the founder of your company says we have a problem you think you know here's my resignation um, <laughs> it's all over for me. <laughs> here's my laptop was not the case he said we as a company are not focusing on the pro enough we need to focus our attention back on the pro. They were the reason we started this company and we need to refocus. I'd love you to lead that charge. And I said, yes. That was my first foray into really focusing on the, the community of makeup artists, hairstylists, photographers, professionals. Um, led a, uh, a the program Mac Pro. So we created Mac Pro together, Frank and I. We created a product line. We created a retail environment. We created masterclass programming. And so that was really a point where I said, this is, this is a passionate, heartfelt, really incredibly creative community. And there's not a lot of support for these folks, especially on the makeup side. Now, you guys know in the salon side, you've got a team of people in your room. You've got people working around you. You've got support. You've got education. You've got brands who are focused for decades on education because they need you to promote their products and use them. Cosmetics and makeup does, wasn't doing that at the time. Uh, and this is, again, going back 30, 25, 24, 23 years ago. So um, I spent the great majority of 10 years with Mac uh, creating and, and nurturing and promoting the pro beauty and pro makeup artistry side of that business. At a certain point, 
I thought to myself, this is amazing. But at the end of the day, with any brand who's promoting their product through services and programs, it was about selling lipstick and its foundation. And I thought to myself, there's all this heart in this community of pro makeup artists, but there's no core. There's If you're a union member, you've got a core. If you're a Mac Pro member at the time, you've got another core, but it's about product. Nothing wrong with that. But what I wanted to do was start an organization, a community of folks who actually were just about supporting each other, connecting, inspiration, education, uh, making sure that they have the right tools, the right products. And so I created the Powder Group 19 years ago. It'll be our 20th anniversary next year, wow. um, which again, some of you aren't 20. So uh, <laughs> that, that's where we landed at the Powder Group. In the interim, I've, uh, I launched a, a trade show called The Makeup Show. Uh, I then, uh, I was the founder of that show. And then I actually sold that show to my partners about five, six years into that uh, partnership. And then moved on to a vice presidential role at Makeup Forever. You guys love that brand, I'm sure. Uh, looking after pro and retail. Then a couple of years later, and this is a life lesson, right? I realized... I was having a great time. I was making great money, but I wasn't following my heart. I wasn't doing the stuff that I left Mac to do. And I thought to myself, if I was just going to do this anyway, why wouldn't I have just stayed with Mac? At that point, it was counterproductive for me to stay with the brand. So I left that role after two and a half years. Uh, I then refocused all of my attention on the powder group. In the meantime, Backing up, I launched On Makeup Magazine, a print publication that launched in 2008, also celebrating the artistry and the creativity of the professional makeup artist community. Really the only magazine in print of its type at the time. Uh, there have been brands that have had magazines like that that are celebrating their product, their brand. Uh, but the, as far as a, a, an across-the-board pro makeup artistry, not TV and sci-fi and, and effects-driven uh, publication, on Makeup Magazine was really the one. Uh, we are still proudly publishing it today. We are putting our fall 2022 issue out um, in uh, about a week and a half, actually. It'll be hitting, hitting your mailbox, Leslie. Uh, so that's exciting. And again, like I said, next year's 20 years. So we'll see what comes next. So it's been 20 years and it's kind of, you've your, your passion and has kind of fueled this almost like this passion project, the powder group, what keeps you motivated to keep going and doing this? Because I know, and you know, I mean, we talk about it sometimes, like when you're not working for the brand, the money isn't always driving you at this point. No, the money is certainly <laughs> not. We, we need money to survive. Right. Uh, we need money. And I'm proud to say that, you know, the first, you know, four or five years were very challenging. Um, they ended up being, um, the catalyst for a program I have called 10 Words and a book I have called 10 Words. But uh, since that time, we've always been profitable. But, you know, as people saw this idea of education and community and pro makeup artists being a focus, as people outside of the powder group and some brands and unions saw that, other people said, hey, that's a good idea. So as my business grew, competition grew, lots of other folks started doing things like this, uh, often imitated, never outperformed and never matched, of course. But what we what I realize is the thing that keeps me going is not the the accolade of, uh, of gratitude from an artist. It's not the brand that says you've helped make a difference in my brand. And those happen. And I'm grateful for those. But for me, it's the ability to have helped to shift an entire part of the industry from my days at Mac straight through to the makeup show, 
straight through to On Makeup Magazine, straight through to now at the Powder Group as we move forward into our 20th year. I feel very, very fortunate that my brand partners who support the Powder Group have stayed with me. They've continued to support the brand. I have some brands that have been with me since day one. Day one. Mac, Cinema Secrets, Face Atelier. Brands that have never said no, not to an ad in the magazine, not to a sponsorship of a program, not to participating in something we're doing. They believe in what we're doing. And they believe that it's shifted and helped it to change this part of the industry. So for me, that's what keeps me going. I, I, I had, during the pandemic, we all had a lot of time to think and we all had a lot of time to, to try to move forward and that terrible word pivot, I like to say evolve. Um, but we, what I realized during that time, Leslie, was I don't want a plan B. I don't want a plan B. I'm not done yet. I'm not done with what I'm doing. I'm not done with the connections I can make for brands and for artists. I'm not done helping to inspire and move artists forward and keep them motivated and inspired during challenging times. So I think that's what does it for me. That idea of continuing to help to shape an industry, continuing to help to inspire and connect an industry. I I love, you know, one of the things that I love the most about the powder group is really that it is a community and it really shined through during the pandemic because you immediately went into how do we help mode? How do we continue to bring people together when now we can't physically get together? Um, and now we're, we're getting back together in real life again. But I think the powder group really for many was like a lifeline. I, <laughs> I, I I will say, and it's not a, it's not me patting myself on the back. Thank you for patting me on the back and the company on the back. But we did have a lot of people who said, and this is this goes throughout the pandemic and beyond. I don't know what I would have done without the Powder Group continuing to be there for us. Um, would it have been easier for me? Would I have been financially fine to just shut everything down and say this isn't who we are? We're going to take a pause like a lot of businesses did. We're going to take some PPP. We're going to hang out, maybe sit by the pool a little bit more often, maybe read more books, learn how to bake. But I didn't do that. And I immediately turned to virtual. We immediately um, brought in not only the level of artists that we had already been producing programming with, but a level that we have never been able to touch because it's so hard for them to commit to time. So we were able to bring some of the top names in our industry, the biggest makeup artists in TV, film, editorial, celebrity. We were able to bring those to our audience and keep, to help not only keep those artists doing something productive, but also they were excited to be able to help inspire and keep a community of artists who they know as professional makeup artists how hard this job is, how difficult this career can be. So for them, I got so many lovely notes from these great artists who were like, I'm so glad we finally had the time to do something together. Pandemic be damned, but that was what gave us that opportunity. So yes, it was a really important time for me. Um, we've always been about support. One of the things that I'd say when we're talking about our TPG Pro membership program at a trade show uh, and talking to someone who doesn't know about it, I always say, you know, the difference between our community, which is very similar to PBA and other communities, yeah is that we want each other to succeed, just like your PBA audience, right? Your PBA community wants each other's success as much as they want their own. And the Powder Group's TPG Pro community is the same. 
No, I, yeah, I love that. And I love, I remember still, maybe you still remember three and a half years ago when I reached out and said, hey, do you want to partner with PBA? And, uh, you know, thinking he's never going to like, respond. Yes, please. This is like so like pie in the sky because as a licensed esthetician and makeup artist, I had been to the makeup show. I knew of the Powder Group and I was, I just thought this would be such a great partnership, but how to, you know, I'm glad that you eventually saw with me that together, you know, we believe at PBA together we're better. And it sounds cliche sometimes, but truly the things that we can accomplish when we work together, it makes the industry better as a whole. Absolutely. No doubt. So it's been 30 plus years. What, what do you say, what advice do you have for younger Michael? <laughs> There's a few things. Um, the ones I can share, uh, I would, I'll be honest with you. I think the one that the one piece of advice, uh, or the observation maybe, which then leads to advice would be, you might live longer than you thought you were going to dot, dot, dot. So save more money. Save more money. Yeah. I lived a very exciting life when I was with Mac before Mac. I traveled the world. I, I, there were countries I'd been to in before I was 20 years old that I could never have imagined I would have gone to in, in my life. Um, I've been very fortunate, but that comes with a financial cost, right? And so I think that had I thought more about it as I was younger, um, I would have saved more then and spent less. That said, I, I don't regret any aspect or any step in my life, including that, because without every single one of those pieces of my life, every trip, every time, every relationship I created because of what I was doing and how I was spending money, which was in most cases in some way work-related, um, especially once I launched the powder group, um, I think that that would not, I would not be here sitting, talking with you and your community right now, I would, you know, the things that I did, the things I created couldn't have happened if my path hadn't unfolded the way it did. So regrets, no. But if I was going to talk to my younger self, I might say, do it all, but maybe put a little more aside. That's really practical. I was not anticipating that answer. For well, there was other things I think you probably would have anticipated yes. that I can't share. That's fine. <laughs> Not another so, opportunity for another, another spend time. Spend less, no, behave no. more. Let's yeah, put it that Spend way. less, behave more. Okay. I, it's good. It's good. What do you think? Is there anything missing in beauty today? The professional beauty realm that you think, man, we, we need to, to work on that. Uh, it's a loaded question. Mm -hmm. uh, I like it. It's a good question. Uh, I think it depends on who I'm speaking to. Mm -hmm. If I'm speaking, and I'm not a I'm not a generationalist. I don't talk about Gen X and millennials and this and that. Um, but there's a perspective now, today in 2022, post pandemic aside. But I do think that led into part of this <clears throat> that you don't need to invest as much in yourself. That the industry or your clients or your boss owe you. Um, that you're working hard enough. There's a perspective that I'm working hard enough, um, that I deserve more and that I shouldn't have to invest in travel for education, in community, 
Um, there's a lot more people I've found in the last few years, and I think even more so coming out of the pandemic, who are sort of in this um, not all for one and one for all, me first, because everyone's struggled. Everyone has had a hard time. And so now that we're getting back to it, I think a lot of people's perspective is I, I'm, I'm pushing, I'm working, I'm moving forward, I'm on a roll. I can't take time for myself. I can't take a break to go to a trade event or a PBA event or the powder groups program. I can't spend money on that because I shouldn't have to because I've done enough already and you've never done enough. And I think that's a, that's a, that's a perspective in beauty that goes across. And I have a lot of salon owner friends. I've got a lot of brand owner friends. And I think people's expectation of how difficult or easy developing their career should be has shifted. So I think what the beauty industry needs now from, for a, from a certain perspective is a little bit of a reality check that those things are equally important um, to technique and skill and marketing and social media. Um, what I think is also missing is, and it sounds a little bit ironic because you cannot do a job in the professional beauty industry without physically being present with your client. You can't do hair without or back of someone. You can't do makeup. But I think the personal physical touch, that engagement that allows people to get to know you versus what your social media presence is versus what your reels look like. Um, I am an open book for good or for bad. And the powder group is an open book for good or for bad. And I want people to understand when there's challenging times and I want people to understand when there's successes uh, and I want humility and generosity. Uh, but I do think that that connectivity where people show their, their true self is missing yeah. a little bit. There's a, there's a facade, even in person. We all wanna put our social media, Instagram face facade yeah. on for all moments. And I think there's a time and a place for it, but the, and that's social media. But in other engagement, I think it's really important to feel that human energy from people. And I think that's starting to be a bit of a miss in a lot of cases. Like let yourself be vulnerable sometimes, be honest. Letting yourself be vulnerable, let being honest. Um, I think that especially as any, this again, isn't about age or generation because there may be someone in their forties or fifties just getting into this business, just like there's someone in their twenties. But I think that especially people just entering into the business, yeah. students, people who've been doing this as a side gig for a while, now full-time. Uh, I think there's there's that piece where you feel like you have to be, your strength has to always show, you always have to be on top of it. You can't ever have any vulnerability or humility. You have to be, you have to be, have that social media energy and presence. And I think that's a mistake in a lot of cases. So you, you earlier mentioned your, your book, 10 Words, and I know that our Beacon students, our Beacon program, love that part, that part of Beacon when you talk through that. Do you have, and I know it's, I mean, you had 10 for a reason, but <laughs> do you have one or two of those words that you feel like really drive you? Uh, community. Mm -hmm. I think quite obviously it's who we are as the powder group. It's why I created the brand. It's why you and I are connected. Um, and long shot, I think long shot also drives me and it pushes me to, in my coaching that I do, my one-on-one that I do, um, pushing people to take those risks. Uh, you know, risk-taking isn't one of the 10 words. 
the long shot is, but a long shot is a risk taking, right? Um, I think that we become uncomfortable with the idea of asking for something that we don't know we'll get. Mm -hmm. I call it, I call it like singles bar syndrome, right? Doesn't have to be gay or straight, singles bar. <laughs> I'm gonna approach the person I think is probably on my level. I'm not gonna go for the one maybe who I feel is above my level because I hate rejection, right? Yeah. So this is back when I was single, of course. I'm gonna see a really good thing guy and go out of my league. I don't wanna be rejected, so I'm not gonna say hello. Guy on my level, okay, we're connecting. That's more acceptable because I know that feels like it's okay. I'm gonna make that happen. I feel like it's the same thing with going for the client that you want. I feel like it's the same thing for asking a brand for partnership in my case. I think it's the same thing for for you when you're creating education at PBA. Who is that artist? Who is the educator? Who is the client? Um, I think that taking that long shot, becoming uncomfortable, pushing yourself outside of your boundary so that way you can actually move forward. There's so many memes and cliches about, you know, you can't move forward while standing still, like X, Y, Z, B, D, Q, all these things, right? Um, but the idea of moving yourself out of comfort zone is critical. It's critical. Um, I was really comfortable in my job at Mac. Well paid. I had almost no expenses. I had an apartment in Toronto and in New York. I was really living large. And I left that job to start my company. That was a big risk. Um, starting a magazine at a time when print was dying off in some ways was a big risk. Taking a position with a brand like Makeup Forever, when I knew that that could potentially ruin my other relationships with mm -hmm. 40 other brands I work with, it didn't. But it was a risk. You can't move anything forward without risk taking. So long shot, absolutely, and community, which is the core of everything that we do. Okay, I love it. All right, final question. Do you have a next big thing? You working on anything you want to share? Can well, share so <laughs> my my next big thing for me personally is the Artist Summit 2023 because we had decided a little while back that we you know we enjoyed the Artist Summit. We it's a three day program plus a couple of supplementary hands on workshop days where we have a series of 15 to 18 speakers, panels, discussions about inspiration, creativity, wellness the career of, of the professional industry, whether it be from a brand standpoint or an artist standpoint. And we've been producing this program since 2008. However, in this iteration of it, which was in, is in Provincetown since 2013. So we thought this has been great, but you know, let's move on to something else. And then I was like, man, it's my 20th anniversary next year. <laughs> Man, I love that program. So I'm so excited to have announced recently that we are actually back in Provincetown for the Artist Summit 2023, October 1st through 6th. Um, Theartistsummit.com, thepowdergroup.com. Uh, get all those details as they're launched. Right now, you won't find any details about it because we won't be able to confirm anything till uh, early in 2023, all the details. But we will be there. And that's exciting for me because... Um, you know, listen, it's, uh, we launched the magazine in 2008, next year is 15 years. We launched the powder group in 2003, next year is 20 years. Um, 
the Art Assembly launched in 2008. Next year is 15 years. So it's a big year for us next year. Um, we've got great brands involved with everything we're doing. We've got great artists that are committed to doing stuff with us. We've got great programming that's free, that's virtual, that's in person. We're back to indoor, uh, indoor, indoors, yes, also, but also in person, uh, workshops. Um, so I think 2023 is the thing for me that's the next big thing. It's the next big thing. I'm, I feel like we're just now coming out of the pandemic. It keeps popping its little head up. And we're going through a lot of, of stress and challenges in the world and in our lives and in our careers and in our industry. And I think I'm looking at 2023 as something that's going to really push forward, move up and uh, everybody onward. Love it. That's that's like the best way to to end, I think, is the the hope and excitement for the what's to come in 2023. Me and too. we'll be there with Absolutely. you. PBA, Powder Group, you're stuck with me. <laughs> you're stuck you've, with us. You've got, and you've got the dates. You've got the dates. Yes, I do. I have them in advance. I do have them in advance. I, I don't no want to hear any excuses. I'm giving you one year's notice. True. Sounds good. All right. Well, awesome. thank you again. It's always a pleasure. I really appreciate you being here with us today, but also just for your continued um, partnership and sense of community that you help us extend to professional makeup artists and hairstylists in the industry. Well, thanks for having me. You know, I appreciate you as well. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon. See Bye. you, babe.